up, y'all? It's Small Fry, back with another podcast. I just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. You didn't have to click on this. You didn't have to listen. So the time that you're taking out of your day to listen to me talk is really appreciative. Um, the podcast will be basically how it was last week, just a little shorter. I have something I want to talk about solely, and then I'm going to do the little subtopics that I, that I did last week. But essentially, I just want this podcast to be short and sweet. I want my point to get across. And I want to um, basically give you all a space to think more about things in this society, in this world, or whatever. Um, yeah, so it won't be long. Probably 15, 16 minutes, but I won't, I won't like make that a set time. I'm just going to be going with the flow. So, okay. So today on this episode, I wanted to talk about um, what it means to be a black person. And I know people listen to this are always like, you're always talking about blackness and black people. But it's just something that I really am passionate about. So I wanted to at least take time out of one of my podcasts to speak about it. But the main topic, the main idea of why I'm speaking about this is because a lot of people, they are... the they represent blackness as being one thing like oh there's not just one way to be black basically like being black is represented in a thousand different ways and it doesn't make you more black or less black depending on who you are as an individual the way you express yourself the way you are yourself that doesn't deem you as being more or less black than somebody else and this comes from stereotypes and what society already labels as being black like the ghetto, the urban areas, drugs, liquor, um, violence, that's deemed as a more black problem or more black character trait or more black personality. But it's just like you have black people who live in the suburbs, you know, they're very, let's say they, I don't want to come off as being ignorant, so I'm just going to refrain from voicing that but you have black people who live in suburbs they listen to um different music like they don't listen to hip-hop and rap they listen to rock music punk music they they dress in all black they style their hair a different way they color their hair a different way they have piercings they are they express themselves in a, in a way that black people find taboo but that doesn't make them less black you know what I'm saying and that doesn't make the person who grew up in the urban neighborhood more black than this person over here because black blackness and black individuality there is so many different ways and it can be represented in so many different ways and that's what people don't understand like I remember even growing up listening to you know music I couldn't I couldn't really get with the music that all of my peers listened to I was in middle school and all my peers were listening to Boosie and all this rap stuff and I just could not get with it and I just felt so out of place like dang I really don't click with this type of music even though now I love me some hip-hop and rap so don't get it don't get it twisted like I love hip-hop and rap but at that time in my life I just couldn't resonate with it and I didn't feel I didn't feel like I was a cool black kid you know I wanted to be cool I wanted to listen to the music that all my peers listened to but it just wasn't resonating with me and I feel like that's where a lot of people confuse their blackness with they want to fit in with everybody else but it's just like blackness is so versatile 
Like, there's so many ways to be black. You don't have to fit a certain stereotype. You don't have to fit a certain look or have this certain type of idea to be black. And I think that's the beauty of being a black person. Like, I was talking to my homeboy, Justin, and he went to a predominantly white high school. And he wanted to go to an HBCU for college. And he said when he went, I was like, were you nervous? Because you're like, you, you were never around black people. And I know you shouldn't be nervous or your own people, but it's just a whole new dynamic. Like, you're going to be around people that are like you. So were you nervous? Were you intimidated? Stuff like that. And he was like, no, I wasn't really nervous. I just... You know, I realized that black people are way more diverse than what I thought they were. Because, you know, he goes to HBCU, so there's probably a little bit of every type of black person you can get at this school. And he said he was such a, you know, friendly person that he associated and he talked to all of these different black people. He got an idea of who they were, and it was just amazing at how versatile we are as a people. And it's still kind of hard for me because I am a very weird black person like we have weirdos you know people are weird but I'm very weird and I've always been weird but my parents accept me for that it took a while for my grandparents to accept me but they accept me too like my grandfather who passed away I had pink hair on the 4th of July the last 4th of July that he was alive for and I had pink hair and I was kind of scared to like you know see his reaction but he was like he just looked at me and smiled. He was like, that's my girl. And I was like, oh, he really likes, like, he accepts me for my hair. But it's just like the older generation, they don't get the new generation and how we express ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, they always they always want to judge us. They always, oh, that, that's for white people, blah, blah. But it's not. Like, we can do things. We can express ourselves in ways that aren't usually expressed in the black community. And the fact that our generation, we bold and we are creating the space for our children to be able to be free in who they are, I think that's really dope. I think that's really, really beautiful. Like, my eyebrows are dyed blonde right now. Um, and I'm fun of dyed them blue. Like, I just don't care. And you shouldn't either. Like, my the back of my head is shaved. I'm bald all around. I don't care. And you shouldn't care. If you're black and you want to express, express yourself in any way you want to, then you should. Who cares if you're going to get judged? People are going to judge you all the time. Just be yourself. And I feel like if you are black and you are a different person and you are weird and eccentric, you're the most badass person on this planet because you're already going to get judgment. You're already going to get, you know, deemed as being the lesser than. So when you add eccentricness with it and oddness and differentness, people are really going to be looking like, oh, what is, what, what, but no. That's, that's just, I just really, I really dig when I see weird black people because I feel like we, we created this space and we've been here all along. Like you can look, you can look in the eighties and the seventies, even the sixties, there are some really eccentric looking people. And I think that's really cool, but I don't know. I don't know where this level of expression came from with me. I just know I always like to change my hair colors as a kid. It started in middle school. I always like to wear different hair colors and it just... It, it started with my hair. I expressed myself with my hair. And then it just went from there. But I see people who dress odd, who dress different, who don't give a fuck. They're bold and they're in their being. And I love that. that. That inspires me. But I know I was probably rambling. I probably didn't make any sense. But, yeah, if just, just be yourself. That's all I want to say. Be yourself. 
be eccentric. There's nothing wrong. Blackness can be amplified in multiple amount of ways. There's not one way to be black. Just because you're not from the hood, you're not from the urban area, you've never been accustomed to, you know, um, violence or you never had, not even violence, but if just, this is kind of hard for me to say. I don't really know how to say it, but it's just like some people feel like they're not black enough if they haven't experienced trauma because for some reason trauma has to be associated with being black. Like, no, like, no amount of trauma equals how black you are. Like, I know trauma runs in our DNA. It runs in our ancestral lineage. Like, we, we, I mean, trauma is really, it affects black people today. But it's just like, even if you grew up and you had the most, the most privileged life, that doesn't make you less black than someone who has experienced traumatic experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop comparing deeming yourself less black or more black than somebody because of the circumstances and experiences you grew up with because we're all different we all experience different things uh, yeah that's pretty much all I have to say about that I hope I made sense a film to check out I already always do the films of the um, week a film to check out definitely Native Son it's um, adapted from the book by Richard Wright it's a very great book I mean it's a very great movie visually appealing to watch the main character, Bigger Thomas, he exudes out what it means to be different and eccentric. And he's a black guy. He's a black man. Like, it's just beautiful. He has green hair. His fingernails are painted black. He wears this cool leather jacket. And he's just badass. So you guys should definitely check that out. It just came out early 2019, so it's uh, fairly new. Check that out. Um, Ooh, I gotta do my fun little this or that. Okay. This is in 10 minutes. This is at 10 minutes, so I hope I don't go over. If I do, bear with me, stay with me. This is going to be interesting. Okay, my phone, little this or that. Would I rather live in the 70s or the 90s? I say the 70s, man. The 70s were black pride, black unity. Like, it was just so much cool, hip, funky, groovy. Like, the music back then was, was everything. The attitude, the swagger, all of that was just on point, and I feel like me as a person right now I would rather be in the 70s like I would rather be in my 20s like this age right now in the 70s so I could be able to experience everything that came with it the 90s probably the second best era to me but I really would choose the 70s and I'm pretty sure most of you who are listening to this would choose the 90s and I understand why would you rather go hiking or on a camping trip hmm. I want to keep it moving, so I will go hiking. Because when you hiking, you gotta your stamina gotta stay up. You gotta keep moving. You gotta keep drinking your water. Gotta keep your body elevated, and you're just going higher and higher. And I feel like I want to elevate higher with my life. So why not, you know, kind of make that a kind of amplify that with what I'm doing. If I'm going hiking, I can kind of make it as a, you know. Hmm, I don't know the word I'm trying to use, but I hope y'all get what I'm saying. Because when you go hiking, you you just elevating high, you're going up, up a hill. And I just want to do that with my personal, you know, my personal journey. I want to elevate higher, so I don't know. It's cool a metaphor. Camping trips would be cool, but I, it's just, 
I don't know, not not in this point in my life what I wanted to do. I, I chose hiking over camping, but I would go camping. Starry nights or colorful painted skies? Um, colorful painted skies all day, man, because I just love colors. And then the sky be looking so damn beautiful when it's all painted up and stuff. And I still want somebody to paint me a painting of the sky with different colors. So if you are an artist and you listen to this, please do that for me. I'll pay you too. The last this or that is study at a coffee shop or more personal setting. This is, this is, mm, this is like, it depends on the time. It depends on the day you ask me, but I will study at a coffee shop. I don't know. I like the little background ambiance noise and it may distract people, but that kind of, helps balance me out because when it's just really quiet my mind starts to wander so a coffee shop would be beneficial like it just though the the music in the background the people the conversations the little clink noises and the coffee being made the espresso machine and all that would help balance me as a creator I'm just a creative person so all of that means something to me the little the, the little noises the little things mean something to me okay uh, the writing props for this week, I'm just going to ask you all to just write little hakus. And I, I wrote two little hakus that, um, that I read to you guys for inspiration. So let me find those. Okay. This is the first haku. I don't know what it's called, but it goes like this. So I inhale the thought of you every night and get high, leaving false hopes and fantasies on the lining of my pillowcase. At least you are still mine in my dreams. You are still mine in my sheets. So that's the first little haiku. I mean, it could be as short as you want it to be. It could be two lines, three lines, five lines, but just start writing haikus because haikus, they are they they are very short, but they like mean a lot. Like they're very minimalistic, but they're special to me. I love haikus. Like one of my favorite forms of poetry and writing. And this is the second haiku. These roots are like vines, and these vines are like veins, and these veins travel throughout the bloodstream of my body. And that means the same blood flowed throughout the bloodstream of my ancestors, who were warriors and fighters and survivors. I have the veins and the blood of a god. And I'm reading hella fast because I'm trying to make sure this podcast does not go over 16 minutes, y'all. But those are my two little haikus. Um, is there anything else I want to talk about? Nope. No, I'm gonna end my in the podcast with a poem that I really like. Um, there's this Instagram page. It's called um, with underscore words. This this woman, she's a beast with the, with the writing. I'm gonna read her poem about seasons because autumn is coming up, y'all. Like I know it's still July, but July over and it's gonna be August and it's gonna be September and it's gonna be fall. And I've already started planning my fall autumn to-do list, so you all should do it too. Don't sleep, because once fall get here, it's going to get here, and then you're going to be like, damn, fall is here. I want to do so many things. But if you have your to-do list, then you'll be able to, you know, stay on schedule. So I'm going to read her little season poem in my podcast off with that. She says, whatever winter brought, spring will wash away. The summer will bring the sun, and I pray the fall brings you to stay. Yes, girl. I pray the fall brings you to stay because fall is coming to stay. But, okay, that's the end of this podcast. I hope when I was talking about blackness and not one way to be black, I hope that made sense. I hope I didn't offend anybody. I hope I didn't sound ignorant. I'm just rambling. I'm just going with the flow and I'm talking a little too fast. But 
Yeah. Um, next week, I'm going to have my sister be a guest star. I'm going to talk about young motherhood because I know I wanted to do this early in the summer, but I never got a chance to. So young motherhood will be the topic of next week's podcast. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. I appreciate y'all. All right.